Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Friday, everyone. All of this week, we have been studying about how to build a life of significance. It's something that's innate in each and every one of us. There's a God-given desire to make our life count and to have meaning and to have importance. And through this study, I want to give seven foundation stones that a life of significance is based upon. Now, the first one is you need to determine your core values. We saw that your core values are just the things that you assume to be true. It's just the core principles of life that you have embraced. It's your world view. It's how you see things. It's very important what your core values are because from your core values, your attitudes are shaped. And then from your attitude, you feel the way that you feel about things. And then we act out of our feelings. So what should be the foundation of our life? What should we hold as ultimate truth? Everybody holds something. Everyone has a worldview, whether they know it or not. We need to make sure that our worldview is the correct one, and not just one of our own making. Yesterday we saw how sailors determined directions in times gone past. They would look to the stars, and when they found the North Star, then they knew that was where North is, and they could get their bearings from that. We need something external to ourself that will help us to navigate life. We need something that is ultimate truth that we can align our lives with if we're going to be successful and if we're going to have a life of significance. Otherwise, we might spend our whole life on something that has no value whatsoever. We may give ourselves to things that in the final analysis have no significance at all. So how do we determine what our core values should be? The values that answer the big questions of life, of where I came from, where am I going, what is my purpose here on earth? These questions are all answered in the Bible. The Bible is our North Star. It is given by God as a manual for life. It tells us, it gives the rules and regulations for our life. It tells us what not to do. It gives warnings. Don't do this because you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to destroy your life. You're going to bring yourself to ruin if you do that. And it tells us what we should do, what proper maintenance is of our body. It is a manual for living, the Bible. And we need to read it. We need to know what it says because in it are the answers to life's questions. Psalm 119 in verse 89 says, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. I want you to know God has figured it out. God knows what we need to do and he knows how we need to act. And that is settled and he has given it to us through the Bible. It's settled. It's determined. It is not up for discussion. God's word is settled in heaven. Isaiah 40 and verse 8 says, The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God 
shall stand forever. In face of how life shifts and changes, this verse tells us that God's word is the one constant, the one anchor that we can depend upon for our life. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew 24 and verse 35. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. See, we are in this time-space continuum. We live on this earth and things change. Seasons change. Situations change. Nations rise and fall. Civilizations come and go. And yet it says in all of this, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. What God has given us in the Bible is meant to be effective for the entirety of the existence of man on earth. You know, that's why it's so sad to hear some people say, oh, you know, well, the Bible, it's old-fashioned. That's for someone else. Oh, that oh, that may have been good for generations gone by. But we're living in the new millennium. I mean, this is 2005. I mean, it's no longer relevant to us now. Listen, that is such a fallacy. The Word of God is just as effective today as it's ever been. It's just as relevant today as it has ever been. There is no time when the Bible is not relevant. You know, it's like when we were talking yesterday about mathematics and 2 plus 2 equals 4. What if the young people of today came along and said, 2 plus 2 equals 4 was fine for our grandparents and fine for days gone by, but, you know, that's not relevant to us today. We're going to do our own thing. We're going to say 2 plus 2 equals 5. We're going to experiment. Listen, they would do it to their folly because there are timeless, eternal truths that God has meant for us to live our lives by. It worked for the people in Bible, it worked for people 200 years ago. It worked for people 100 years ago, and it works for us today. And if the Lord should tarry, it will work for people 100, 200, 300 years in the future. The word is forever settled in heaven. God created us. He knows how we are to live, and we find the meaning of life in the pages of the Bible. You know, Jesus said this himself. As he came, he was the word manifest in the flesh. And he came down and in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, he gave the Sermon on the Mount. And in that he expressed a lot of the eternal truths that I have been referring to thus far. And at the end of his message, this is what he said in verse 24. And this is how we started at the beginning of the week. Jesus said, Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them and disregards them and just shrugs them off will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Listen, Jesus gave all these principles in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, and he says, listen, if you will take these words and apply them to your life, you will be a wise person, and you will build your life upon a rock that will sustain you and hold you through the trials and the hard times of life. But 
if you hear these sayings and you don't do them. How foolish that would be to shrug them off, to say they're old-fashioned, to say they're not relevant for me today. Jesus said, you are a foolish man and you're building your house on sand and there are going to come storms in your life and your house is going to fall and great will be the fall of it. You know, I pastored for a long time and I've watched a lot of people and I've listened to a lot of philosophies of life as I've sat with them and they've told me why the Bible isn't right and why they're doing this and why they're deciding to do something contrary to the Word of God. I've warned them. I've told them. I said, you are going down a path that's going to bring you to destruction. And sadly, sadly, I've watched over the years and I've seen people who disregard what God's word says and go their own ways and their life comes to ruin. Their marriage breaks up. They come to financial problems. They have all kinds of difficulties. And many times it brings on physical problems and all kinds of hardship. And when I look at it, I think about what the Lord says here. The storms are going to come. The house is going to fall. And great will be the fall of it. And yet I've watched other people who have had shaky beginnings, but then they begin to align their life with the principles of God's word. And then I begin to see their life begin to take on stability and structure and beauty. And they begin to build a life of significance and their children come into line and their marriages begin to be healthy and strong. And then they begin to prosper financially, not because they were looking for money, but because they were seeking first the kingdom of God. And as Jesus said, even in this sermon that I'm referring to, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added on to you. Folks, if you are going to have a life of significance, you must anchor your life in the word of God, that which is forever, that which is forever established and will never pass away, that which is always relevant, that which will always bring blessing to you. If you will plant your life in the word of God, I tell you, you are going to see a life that you could never have any other way. There is a life that God can give you that would astound you and everyone else. It doesn't matter where you are now. It doesn't matter how you have broken the ways of God before. But at any time, if we will come to him, ask him to forgive us, and we begin to set our heart towards him, he promises to work all those things in the past together for good. Folks, if you have a Bible, hold it in your hand. Listen. I'm holding a Bible in my hand right now. The Bible I hold in my hand is the most valuable, tangible possession that I could ever have. Because it is the objective word of God. It is eternal truth. It is more valuable than gold. It's more valuable than silver. It's more valuable than rubies. I tell you, the Bible I hold in my hand is the most precious thing I could ever have because in it are the words of life. Listen to what Proverbs 2 verse 1 says. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge 
of God. Verse 10 says, When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you, understanding will keep you, to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things, from those who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. I tell you, if you want to walk in the light, walk in the ways of the Bible. If you close its pages and never apply it to your life, you're walking in darkness. These are powerful truths that I'm sharing today. I hope that you hear them. Well, that's all the time we have for now. We'll be back on Monday. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children and youth and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.